it is Into the West podcast, and this is another Patreon exclusive video. And today we have actually one of our patrons joining us. Uh, it is the Dragon Horde. Uh, Great to going? be here, guys. <laughs> Glad I could come in and be on the call. I've got a lot to say about this topic because I'm very <laughs> salty. So I'm sure yeah. that's going to add a lot to the discussion. You guys watched our recent uh, list reviews video. The list that he submitted was with Army of Lake Town, and that's actually his list, was his list that he was going to bring to Nova this year. That'll be one of the changes we're, we'll, we'll be covering today, but uh, we'll just go over the, the big ones first, the ones that uh, everyone's talking about. Oh, just a question. When is the last day for list submissions? Great question. I hope it hasn't passed yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's gotta be like, coming up, right? <laughs> what are they gonna do? Like they'll be like, actually, no, you have to, you get to play with the illegal list, just because. Like Devin will just say I lose every single round. <laughs> Great use of my time. The first major change is one of the big hitters from Defense of the North. It's Assault on Lothlorien. So, if I remember correctly, the change for this army is that now Musger has to be the leader of your army. And uh, you cannot have more goblin models than orc models. So you, you can't spam like the prowlers and the bows like you used to be able to. What do you guys think of this one, this big change? There is actually one more minor, I guess, clarification, but um, it seems like a lot of people are playing otherwise, is that supporting models do not gain the plus one to wound. And that's very similar to the uh, Blackgate Opens Legendary Legion as well. Um, that has also been FAQ'd. I think from what I saw, and myself too, um, most people just played it that they, the support did get the plus one to wound if you did outnumber in the combat. So I think a while ago when we were talking about this Legion and if it was OP or not, <laughs> I suggested something along the lines of making Musgar have to take a Warband of Orcs, like a full Warband, as like a nerf. And this is like maybe a little bit more than that, but it's the same kind of idea. I think it's a it's a fun nerf because it still allows you to play the Legion and you still maintain the rules that kind of give the Legion its identity. But it kind of keeps you from playing the skew list where you go heavy on like Prowler plus Bow shooting and can really spam out numbers. And it forces you to do a little more of like it's kind of now a horde list that can take some tricks and has some fun special rules. Now, I'm still questioning a little bit if it's enough of a nerf, but I do like the approach of doing it a little light to start with and then, you know, adjusting it if necessary. That is an interesting opinion. I respect it, but I think I'm on the other end of it because of like all three of these changes. I think individually they seem okay to me, but all added together, I think it's a bit heavy handed and I'm not saying this as in necessarily a bad thing because I think we've had our fair share of assault on Lothlorien and tournaments. So I'm okay with not seeing them for a while. So by, by all means make this change, but I personally think that it's, it's not up there competitively anymore. I don't think it's that good. We actually did a poll on our YouTube channel a few days ago and uh, just to ask the community what they think of this Legion now. And, uh, 53% uh, ranked it Hero of Valor. So uh, based on our uh, ranking system, that would still be competitive. And 15% believe it's still in Legend. So a lot of people 
evidently still think it's pretty good. I think you really have to have a conversation about what points totals you're taking this at. Because, you know, it used to be that this scaled really, really well into the higher points totals because you could just, you know, keep taking more warbands of goblins. And kind of the way the list is built now, um, you don't want to add a ton of orcs, but you have to as the numbers go up. So at the lower end of the scale where you only are taking like Musgur and then one other orc shaman, maybe you switch out your goblin shaman to an orc shaman. Just at that level, we're talking probably like 700 points and below, you're still getting a ton of bodies. You still get to take all of the goblin archers that you want. Really what you're losing is a couple points efficiencies when you're having to switch goblins to orcs. But besides that, you know, the numbers are still, they're still really good and you're still getting a lot of those special rules. That's a good rebuttal. Yeah, I think it definitely is not as good. Maybe I am thinking with the 800 points points limit in mind. But I will also say, I think in general, it wasn't as powerful before at lower points. I think like before the before the change, it was probably a lot more powerful at the 800 mark compared to like a 500 point AOL. Even at 800, though, you can throw in the Wild War Chieftain, right? So you can get your three named casters, a normal shaman, probably an orc shaman, and then the Wild War. And you're still like your composition doesn't change that much like hero wise, I don't think. Still scary. Um, you drop like yeah. maybe three or four bodies. Yeah, I, I think it's it's more of like a scale back to the shooting, like you're saying. Like you can't really get like the mass amount of prowlers. Like you'd see people take like at least ten plus on like twenty to thirty percent of their army as prowlers, which was really scary because they they get all the bonuses to shooting and they hit better than the archers at higher strength, and also yeah. they can go to whatever it is like plus three to wound. I think having played the list quite a bit, like it was actually the prowlers that did a lot of the shooting damage. Um, a lot of people are scared of the bows, but um, it's throwing weapons. Kind of seems like they're making you build like an sort of like an ugly scouts list, where like you you don't really want to take the orcs, but you have to because then that that's the only way to get the plus one to wound. And now it's like they're forcing you to build like a 50-50 goblin and orc list. But in defense, orcs are still good models. And you still are bringing a ton of them. And if if you're playing this list against various elite lists, I mean, you're just going to be crushing like elves and stuff still. That doesn't change. I think you lose percentage points against other throwing weapon lists like Corsairs of Umbar or the various Rohan throwing spear spam. I definitely think that you lose your percentage points on that. But uh, it's still a list that's going to be scary. And I think if people take it, it will still do well. But you can argue that Orc warriors are cost-efficient normally, but when you take them in this legion, you're voluntarily letting your opponent plus one to wound, right? So they're they're effectively, again, shooting, they're effectively two defense lower, as is your leader, because now Musgur doesn't have, if I believe, he doesn't have Cave Dweller, right? So he's more vulnerable to enemy shooting, and he has to be your leader now. You definitely get way more excited to throw spears at this list now. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, that's the thing, though, is now it turns it into, like, like other armies can compete with this in shooting, like, realistically. Whereas, like, before, it was, like, it was just super oppressive if you did that bow and throwing and the, the Prowler spam list. Like, super, super oppressive. There's nothing you can do about it. Now it's, like, you bring in the, a bit more maneuver and, and, like, it becomes a bit more of a competition. And I still think the... The Paul of like darkness is, is nice for the list though, right? Because it means your low defense army is gonna get picked apart from super far away. 
you know, we all agree that this was a really strong legion. Do you think this should have been the way that they nerfed it? There was a lot of things they could have changed. I feel like we kind of like mentioned a lot of these things when we talked about it, didn't we? Like like similar in like similar changes that could be made to to bring it more in line. I still think it's competitive now because it still has all the tricks that it had before. It's mm-hmm. just you know it's it's a little harder to use again, which you know we we always we all knew it was like a high like uh, skill cap list anyway, but now it is it's a little bit higher because of that. I think they could have nerfed Cave Dweller instead, but. But that would have been a similar thing. Yeah. Like if Cave Dweller, you still, they still get plus one to wound against you or something like that. I don't know if that would be enough because that would probably be a smaller nerf, but something like that. Maybe uh, now it'll lean more towards uh, Ilya's composition. One of the local guys around here who did mass marauders, you know, <laughs> technically counts as one goblin model. Yeah, I, th- I think he ran 10 at 800 points. <laughs> we'll move on to the next big change, and that is uh, the Army of Lake Town. The biggest change is that the Master of Lake Town has been basically reworked. So uh, one of the things that's changed about him is if he is included in a convenient or impossible alliance, he's now to Hero of Fortitude, which means that... Uh, in order to have him in a convenient alliance, you need to take Bard from Army of Lake Town because he's he's the only other Valor or up. And then the other change with the Master is uh, he gained a negative rule where regardless of your tier, he is the Army's leader. I don't love the changing of the heroic tier thing because... Like, like, I like what it does because it limits the army a little bit. And, like, I think that's a reasonable thing to do. But the fact that it changes depending on what army he's in, that's stupid. They should just flat out change it. You're just adding extra confusion. It's not going to make that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right? Like, y'all, they already added in the rule where he has to be the leader. Just, yeah. I mean, I know, Charles, you're not happy about this because this is, like, one of your favorite armies to run. I but. Like, I'm not surprised that it got nerfed because it is very strong, but I don't like how they changed it. They basically don't want you to play this in a yellow alliance, which how the game is, you should be able to, like, I like having options. And only this year I've started playing yellow lists, so... It's kind of just like, nope, go back to green, you know? <laughs> Man, I have so many complaints about this. <laughs> Obviously, because I was just screwed by this change. So my first complaint is Army of Lake Town is strong, but Army of Lake Town is not dominant at a tournament scene whatsoever. And no one can possibly make that argument. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but GBHL now posts all of their winning lists uh, online. And you can go through and you can look at all of them. And if you look at all the GBHL 100 level tournaments, those are their biggest tournaments. They have all of the podium winners listed there. And there's 51 podium winners. And out of those, there is one army of Lake Town in those 51 armies. I I played it at a recent tournament. I was the only person that was playing it. I don't think you see this army very much. I don't think it's very popular. So if you nerf this list... The first change, just making that the Master of Lake Town having to count as your leader, like that is a nerf that hurts the list, makes it, brings it in line if you think it's too strong. But then the second part is just, it's kind of a nuke from the stratosphere where they just wipe out the list from higher points levels. 
I mean, the reason that they gave for that is not that the list is too strong. The reason was that it was an unthematic army. And so I have a big problem with that because, I don't know, for some of us that have played the game, I think for maybe a little bit longer than other people, one of the things you start getting interested in is list building and figuring out how to use heroes that you can't usually use. And the main way that you do that is via yellow alliances in the game. There's a lot of cool profiles, Way here being one of the big ones, that if you're trying to really play competitively, like he doesn't, he doesn't fit into lists. You have to find ways to make that work. And so there were a, a couple factions, Army of Lake Town's the biggest defender, uh, that really facilitated your ability to play lots of interesting profiles and do a lot of interesting different list building and stuff like that. And it kind of feels like this is like a really blatant message to everyone saying, you're not supposed to play the game in this way. You're not supposed to try to make these different alliances and whatnot. And that's really the criteria for uh, for this ban, based on what they were saying. Uh, I mean, I don't play Army of Lake Town, but I didn't like it either. It felt very similar to uh, when they made that change, enforcing Hero of Valor as the minimum requirement to ally and convenient and above alliances. Yeah, I think we've talked about this in the past. It just really seems like they're pushing us into legendary legions or peerless only and that's just not as exciting because you're just not going to see as many different kinds of lists and there's a lot of factions that are unplayable um, currently because they don't have legendary legions or there's not enough depth in the actual list one final piece there when you completely remove the ability to play an army you could say that you can play army of lake town alliance but you can't really because bard has so many disadvantages to be taken with Army of Lake Town. The efficiency, you're paying like a ridiculous price to bring him in. And so from like a hobbying perspective, I try to do competitive painting. That's one of the things that I'm most interested in in the hobby, modeling. Army of Lake Town is something that I was working on for like 10 months. And this basically just removed it completely, even from me being able to bring what I have been working on and like display it. And it's when you completely remove that stuff from the game, it's a big disservice to people who care a lot about the hobbing aspect of it. I think in the article where they, the reasoning they give is a thematic reason. I, you know, I take that with a grain of salt. They've used that wording before. Ranges of Thillion, for one, you know, they said it's, they added the Frodo Sam Gollum requirement because it was unthematic. Like, you know, you, it just sounds better. Sounds better than admitting that something's not balanced. I think that Army of Lake Town is still the strongest at lower points. So that part, at least, hasn't been changed that much. Like, Master of Lake Town being required to be your leader is still huge. Like, it's still a nerf. But if you were to do, like, a green alliance with Thorns Company, or if you just take Army of Lake Town pure, I think you're still, you haven't lost that much. You're still, you're still pretty powerful. It's just that when you're going in the higher points and when you're trying to ally, you can't really do that anymore. And I guess people will just have to go to Survivors of Lake Town now for that. So what we're really saying is that this is more of a nerf to the Wanderers in the Wild and the White Council, right? <laughs> See, Ian, you figured it out. The reason they nerfed this list is because you could take Gladrio Lady of Light with Saruman, <laughs> and it was actually competitive. And they're like, no, Gladrior Lady of Light cannot be competitive in anything besides Legendary Legion. We don't so. do that here anymore. It's gone. <laughs> Can't do it. I don't know. Yeah, I think, like, I still agree with Charles, right? Like, it is still going to be good at lower points. And 
like with Thorne's company, and that is like a scary list, but did it need to be this crazy where you can't take the entire allied thing? Maybe just the master nerf where he has to be your leader, maybe that would be enough. Because that's like a big reason, I guess, why you do it. Like the other reason why you ally into other crazy lists is easy enough to change him out. But yeah, what is he? He's like D4, two wounds. Yeah, he's pretty weak. He's, he also is on. Uh-oh. 12 seconds later. You disconnected for a second. We lost you after you said uh, he's unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> he was always easy to kill. I. I, I definitely agree. The list is still competitive if you're playing pure or you're dropping in like one or two Thorns Company. But for all intents and purposes, you would just go Survivors over Army of Lake Town at anything above maybe 600 points. There is one change that is technically not in the FAQ, but I want to bring up. What do you guys think about Host of the Dragon Emperor not getting a nerf? <laughs> You're next. <laughs> I would say that they need to sell more dragon emperors. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, that's what I would say. It's yeah. just like by proxy now. Like people would saying, like it's the only one left that's like gonna be pushing the skew, right? So it should get its attention in February. I think there's two lists that have been putting up tons of results that weren't really discussed in this FAQ. One is host of the Dragon Emperor, which I think dodged it in part because it feels the most fair to play against. It doesn't have the gotcha mechanics that like really allow you to like crush people and make them feel like they weren't even a part of the game. Like Assault on Lothlorien has tons of gotchas to one-shot heroes. It's got the ability to just wipe someone off the board with shooting. And then you look at Assault on Helm's Deep, everyone's had their heroes killed by ballistas before. It's not very fun. But against Host of the Dragon Emperor, you just are slowly cut to death by all these strength three guys rolling billions of dice. So in the scale of, scale of things, they're just like a really efficient list that's probably a little too efficient and aren't quite that scary. The Dragon Emperor, no change, is probably the thing that angers me the most about this <laughs> FAQ. I can feel your anger. I agree. Like, I think the main reason why it wasn't, it's not seen as much is because of the, the barrier to entry with costs. And just because it's not taken a lot, like, doesn't mean it's not good. Like, the people who do play it, it's crazy how, okay, I don't want to offend anyone, but how little skill you need to be able to roll someone with that list. It's 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 not unbeatable, but to me, it, it was much more frustrating to play against than even an Assault on Lothlorien. And you can argue Assault on Lothlorien was better, but... It's just, I guess, maybe my play style. Like, you're, you're fighting against, like, fast-moving horde elves with, like, a crazy, like, almost unkillable leader. <laughs> I, I just hate that list. So, Do you guys ever play in, a dub in doubles tournaments? Yeah, that list is so ridiculously strong in doubles. It is almost unbeatable because you take the you take uh -huh. the double drums on your two warbands, and so many of the doubles matches are about um, just running and killing one of the armies before you get there. So yeah. I I would like to see a nerf just to make those you know competitive again. We've, I've seen a couple of doubles tournaments where that list just completely annihilates everyone. So. We actually like we're talking about this a little bit offline a couple days ago, and my well, I think 
fine, leave the Dragon Emperor as he is. Easterlings can have one really efficient hero, whatever. But it's just, it's the Legion itself that needs to be nerfed. Like, because when you combine the two, then it gets oppressive. And Legions should have some restrictions, right? When you're building, that's the idea, is you get a restricted list, but then you can have extra special rules. So my thing was just get rid of Cadfrax in the Legion. No more drum, no more cavalry. That's a big nerf. It is a big nerf, but it's not directly nerfed. It's not directly saying no drum. It's just saying no cavalry in the list. So then if you want to be able to move fast, you have to take Easterling captains. So then there's a reason to take them over the other thing. So then it, like, it forces choices, a lot more choices in like in the list building. It might also force you to take archers because you don't have the mobility. So yeah. it, there, you, there's more variety of, of and lists. It, it slows it down from this like giant fast moving horde to like something that's very good when it's static, but it has to like get into these static positions and it's slow to get there, which like a giant pipe block should be slow. It shouldn't be sprinting around the battlefield everywhere. Yeah, pipe block should be moving nine inches. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, what makes this worse in this particular FAQ is I feel like the top like three or four competitive lists are all nerfed except for the Dragon Emperor. So like, you know, we've all seen the memes of, like, that's the only one being untouched. And I I think that's actually worse, because if you're going to touch the other ones, you might as well do something to this one, or else, like, you're essentially just putting this one at the forefront. I, I know um, Dragonhorn mentioned the um, Witch King and Soladan, but, like, in my mind right now, Dragon Emperor is, like, in a tier all by itself right now. I would be shocked if we do not eventually see a change to the host of the Dragon Emperor. It, it's quite frankly not healthy to the game to have legendary legions that completely supersede um, the faction. And that's what that legendary legion does. There's no reason to play Easterlings not in that legendary legion. Which is kind of sad because Andor's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> the forgotten Easterling. He's a pretty dope here. He's holding down the fort for so long, and then this new shiny guy shows up and just like kicks him to the curb. It's like, this is my list now. Go away. <laughs> and Kamul, they even forgot a print in the in the army list. <laughs> we don't talk about Kamul. Yeah. It's not needed anymore. Those guys okay, can so, hang out with their war drakes on the side. <laughs> war drakes. I forgot. Did they where add where, a where base are we getting size? models? Did they add a base size in the FAQ? Some, someone commented on the Facebook uh, that it was 40 millimeter. So that's the official ruling. Facebook. Okay. I mean, like, they should be 40 millimeters anyway, but it'd be nice to have, like, an official, like, yeah. Silly. <laughs> what? I don't, why would you release a profile with when you have no model and no plan for a model? I don't know. Watch the nerf be like, for however many Easterling heroes you take, you must take an equal amount of Wardrakes. <laughs> oh, that's not, fun. Well, this has been our discussion on the August 2023 FAQ. Thanks to Dragon Horde for coming on to uh, talk to us about all the changes and patrons thanks for your support see you next time